Hey performer, welcome to the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. Are you ready to get back to your creative passion for singing, acting, and dancing again? Hi, I'm Estelle, beginner voice coach, performer, and Christian creative, and I know how it feels to want to use your God-given gifts, but to stay stuck in fear. The solution is to just get started. So in this podcast, you'll find beginner singing and performing tips, inspiring interviews with artists, and help to push past your fear so you can finally start performing again. So pause your Broadway playlist and take a vocal rest, because the show is starting and you're the star of it. Let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is Estelle. I'm so excited that you are here. How are you doing today? How's it going? Happy Monday. I hope we are doing well. This is a show for you. This is a show for you. If you are starting this Monday off and you are ready to go, you're ready to use your creative gifts, you're ready to explore the arts a little bit more you want to be inspired you want to be empowered you want someone to walk alongside you and encourage you knowing that your gifts are god-given and they are worth being they're worth taking taking the time to explore and to grow then i am here for you this is a show for you so thank you for being here really genuinely i appreciate you and love you so much for being here and listening to this you are taking a step in the right direction i can absolutely guarantee you that And I hope today's episode and interview will reassure you of that even more. So before I get into my conversation, which by the way, happened in November. Okay, it's been a long time coming. And also it was my first conversation with two people at a time. So that's fun as well. So I think you're really gonna enjoy it. I've also been thinking about posting the video recordings from these interviews and conversations, obviously like I'd have to um, reconvene with my interviewees over the last year, but like, what do you guys think? Would you guys like to see the visual? I usually post clips of it and I always give that disclaimer to the people that I interview beforehand that like we post clips of it, but what do you guys think? Would you be interested in seeing the visual recording as well as the um, audio podcast obviously let me know what your thoughts are it would be on my youtube page my youtube channel yeah that's the word so let me know what you think um dm me email me join the facebook group let me know also um today i want to read a review before we get into the conversation and before i introduce our guests i want to read a review i really appreciate every review and rating it means so much to me and genuinely helps the show as well helps us to reach more creative people if you also want people using their creative gifts around the world, then you leaving leaving one review is a way to help this show get out there more. So you're actually um, helping us all reach our goal of being creative and inspiring other people to be creative as well. So please leave a review. It really, really means a lot. I'm going to read this one. It is by App88Keys and the title is Wonderfully Encouraging for Creatives. I'm assuming I'm reading this on my phone and it cuts it off, but wonderfully encouraging and they said as soon as i read the description of this podcast i said out loud why didn't i know about this before so many creatives need to hear conversations and inspiring stories from our peers and this podcast delivers love estelle's positive practical and insightful approach to the artistic life thank you so much app 88 keys i really appreciate you for dropping this review i'm so excited that you that you felt like this was like something that was missing and is a need that is being filled that's the goal like i felt like 
Um, this was missing too, like hearing these conversations specifically in the performing arts, specifically like from a faith perspective and a perspective of like, we all have creative giftings that we can explore and we know that we have these talents. So thank you so much. I'm so glad that you feel like these conversations are delivering and, um, yeah, thank you so much for this kind, generous review. Again, if you take the time, just like, just like 30 seconds to leave a quick review, it blesses me so much and helps the podcast. So thank you so much. And thank you for being here once again, without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce our lovely guest for today. So I'm interviewing Emma Nussbaum and Philip Rast. They felt God called them to increase ministry for believers in the industry, in the theater industry through Narrow Way to Broadway, which was born in 2020. Philip is in South Carolina. He works as a creative producer at New Spring Church and Emma is in Chicago who works as a podcast producer for Moody Radio. And they both love theater and and their mission with the podcast and the blog is to love God, love people, and love art. The mission of Narrow Way to Broadway has been to edify, unify, and fortify Christians in the theater industry that has remained their prayer. And so I hope that you are inspired and empowered by hearing the story of listening to God's call for how they could use their creative gifts to impact more people, as well as their relationship with God, as well as just like how God has pivoted them in different directions with their creative giftings. You will learn so much and you will absolutely be inspired. So enjoy this first part of this and make sure you come back next week for part two. Oh, also before I forget, oh my gosh, so important. Before I forget, we are doing a free live workshop, honey, all about building confidence as singers and performers, the Confident Performer Workshop. It's going to be next Thursday, February 2nd. And finally, I got a time for you. It's gonna be at 7 p.m. on Zoom, but you have to join the Facebook group, the Performing Arts Community Facebook group, link in the show notes as always in order to sign up. So go ahead, get into the Facebook group because that's where I'm going to be dropping in starting this week. I'm gonna be there every single day and all next week we're going to be doing giveaways. It's gonna be so much fun. You have to be there. We're going to be talking about singing, building confidence throughout the week, but especially on, of course, the day of the live workshop. The live workshop, you are going to find tools and hear stories and of inspiration of how to truly build confidence as a performer and like actual things that you can and ought to do to grow your confidence as a singer and a performer. And I know you're going to leave so inspired and feel so helped. And from there, if you would like to join the upcoming program that we're going to be doing to actually lay this all out and practically do this together, I'll talk about that more then, but it's going to be so much fun. You just have to come. You're going to get giveaways. You're going to, there are going to be amazing gifts. So make sure that you're there and invite a friend as well. Go ahead and join the Facebook group. It's going to be so much fun. So get in there ASAP. Let's start singing. Let's start growing our confidence as singers and performers in 2023. Like it's time to do this. Like let's put into action what we've been learning. The things that you learn from every interviewee, every person that you've heard on this show, put it into action. Start growing your confidence. Start putting into action. Take steps that are actually going to help you grow. And let's do this together. Okay, so come to the free confident performer workshop link in the show notes to join the performing artists facebook group you're already in once you join so make sure you go there all right thank you so much for listening again and for being here all right let's get into the episode let's get into this interview it's going to be amazing without further ado the incredible emma and philip from narrow way to broadway 
All right. So I am here with Philip and Emma of Narrow Way to Broadway. I'm so excited to talk to you both. This is going to be fun, like talking to like hearing both of your stories. It's my first time interviewing two people at once. So I'm so excited. But how are both of you guys doing today? So good. I'm doing great. It's a yeah. rainy day here in South Carolina. So I'm it's feeling chilly. the vibes this morning. Feeling yeah. the rainy melancholy vibes. I know Philip has already decorated for Christmas. Uh, yeah, I just told us <laughs> there's a Christmas we tree on talking. the other side of that. Doorway. I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A good, a, yeah. a nice Friday here in the shy. Yesterday it was 70 degrees. Today it is like 40. So I'm disoriented, but good day wow. so far, Estelle. Yay. I'm glad you're having a good day. It's also um, been kind of rainy today too. So I'm with you there here in North Carolina, but yes, I'm so glad you guys are doing well. I'm excited to get into our conversation today. Um, we're going to start with both of you guys' journey. So you can decide who wants to go first, but I always say on the show, you know, it's all, everyone has a different journey and it's okay whatever your journey looks like the ups and the downs you know it's all a part of who God has called you to be who God has created you to be and is continuing to mold you into becoming so I would love to hear you guys' story specifically um, your journey so far as an artist as a creative how you came to be where you are now as creatives so Bill if you're already you want to go first yeah I'll go ahead and go first so um my name is Philip Rast. I am originally from Florence, South Carolina. Um, I was telling Estelle, it's a place. It is just a place on the interstate. You've probably driven through it if you've driven anywhere from up north down to Orlando, Florida, or if you've gone to Myrtle Beach, you've driven through Florence. Um, but it is um, normal, average American town. Um, and so I grew up in church, awesome family. I think I was literally in church within a week of me being born. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been in church my whole life and around the faith and around, um, you know, people of faith. And uh, at a really young age, my, um, you know, my church was already creating opportunities for people within the arts, you know, in the form of children's choirs and children's plays and stuff like that. And I went to a larger church with about 1500 members. So there was lots of other kids. It was kind of just what we did like Wednesday night choir. And then once a year you would do the church play. And I went to the Christian school, private school that was a part of the church all the way up through elementary school. So the arts and, and music was always appreciated in a way. Um, but there, there, there came a moment when I was like seven or eight years old, when it became clear to my parents that there was like, this, this kid really likes to sing and really likes to perform. And like, we got to put him in a show. So my community theater was doing Oliver. Um, and I started doing community theater and I did community theater until um, all the way up until college. So I did 50 shows at my 50 shows, something like that. It was a lot, a lot That's of shows crazy. in my community theater from seven years old to high school. Um, and then uh, around high school, I was trying to figure out like, okay, where's the Lord like asking me to go? I was really pulled to go to this Christian school. I felt like that's what God was calling me to do after I went on a mission trip with my church and was talking to mentors. Um, but then there was also, um, you know, this like, I don't know, thing inside of my soul that was like, I feel like I may be. Um, want to pursue theater and performance as um, as my career. So I was thinking like either dentist or youth pastor or 
actor. Um, <laughs> and so the actor route ended up um, coming to be what happened. I ended up going to Coastal Carolina where I got my degree in musical theater, um, shots up, and I worked professionally all through college, post-college, the Lost Colony. Um, I was a barter player at Barter Theater, which was the greatest year and a half of my life and probably the place that I will call my artistic home for the rest of my life um, from the things that I learned and got to experience there. Um, then I was at the Greenbrier Resort in New York and all over the place doing doing theater and performing and thought that the, that was it. Then the thing that happened in 2020 that shall not be named happened. And, um, <laughs> and I lost all of my work for the next like year and a half that I had lined up um, within the course of like two to three days. And so I was at home working in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and I felt God, you know, starting to stir some stuff inside of me when it comes to like faith in the performing arts. And in a lot of ways it was manifesting his anger and frustration inside of me. Um, and so I was really confused of like, why am I like angry at, at theater and the arts and, um, and things of that sort. And then I, I was on like a run one day and I've very clearly remember God saying like, that's what I created you to care about. Like, it's not like, it's a good, like a righteous anger and frustration, but I've created you uniquely to be able to, you know, do something about it. So go do something about it. So then came about narrow to Broadway. We'll get more into that later, I'm sure. Um, but then post that, post that moment working, creating narrow way to Broadway, things going great. Um, we, um, I say we as an I, <laughs> um, felt God um, call me to step into ministry and see what was going on in the church world. Um, and so I took an internship with New Spring Church in Clemson, South Carolina, moved up to Clemson in September of 2020, uh, interned, then ended up working for Clemson University Athletics for a little while, which was wild. And then I ended up uh, having a position offered to me, I mean, after interview process and everything with New Spring Church as the producer of New Spring Church Creative. And here we are today. Wow, what a journey. Okay, there is so much there. I love yeah. that. I love the, you know, dentist or actor. Okay, actor. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes, like you were saying, earlier Emma when we were talking um, before we started recording you know <laughs> you're like what is God doing like God sometimes kind of not that he throws a wrench into our plans but like sometimes he will allow things to happen just to kind of wake us up and shake us and that or he'll use those um, natural occurrences to then show us something else and I feel like maybe God did that with the ministry with calling you to ministry you know um, in 2020. And that's just so cool. And then calling you, of course, to start narrow way to Broadway, which we'll talk about in a second, but it just goes to show like, um, every aspect of our journeys can, it might in the moment seem like, oh, this is, you know, this is absolutely the end of the world, the end of everything, but, um, God can really make it into something beautiful. So I love that. Emma, let's go over to you and then we'll kind of go back to narrow way to Broadway. Yes. Um, so fun. Estelle, thank you for having us. Um, it's so funny to like tell your story. I don't, it, which is funny because this entire podcast slash my life is all about storytelling, but when it comes to actually sharing mine, it always feels just like there's, it's, there's so much the last 26 years of my life. Um, 
but yeah, I, I kind of grew up with a little bit of a different background to Philip. So like Philip said, he grew up very consistent in the church. Um, I, a, a large part of my story with faith is the fact that I kind of came to faith the same time my parents found like a personal relationship with the Lord. So my parents grew up in the Catholic church. They would both say that they definitely did not like identify as truly practicing Catholics. They were just like forced to go by their parents felt very works-based felt very like, um, conditional in that manifestation of the Catholic church that they were involved in. So when we moved to Minnesota, when I was young, they joined a church, a Baptist church, actually, that they met some amazing community. Um, and they kind of like, my mom always says she had this thought of like, wait, you can be a Christian and like be funny, or you can be a Christian and like have a good time and laugh. Like that was just not her experience. And that's not everybody's experience, but that was just not her experience growing up in a more liturgical Catholic expression. So we started going to church very like on and off when I was a kid. I remember there were long stretches where we would go, but then there were long stretches where we weren't, we were kind of always sussing out other churches, my entire upbringing. Um, and we moved a lot. So I moved from um, Minneapolis to North Carolina. When I was young, I moved schools a good bit. So I was just kind of like all over the place. And I think that actually didn't create like kind of Eugene Peterson's idea of like, wait, it's Eugene Peterson, the long obedience in the same direction. Right. I don't know. Okay. Can, he wrote this, someone wrote a book. Someone <laughs> wrote a book sure. called, I think that's right. I need to look it up, but there's a book called the long obedience in the same direction, which just implies like there are kind of like you said, Estelle, like there are ups and downs in this life and there are like hills and valleys, but ultimately like a life of faith is just following the narrow way in a consistent way. Yeah. It's Eugene Peterson. Okay. Um, in a consistent way. And so I didn't really have that consistency. I never had a super consistent church home or a consistent church community. And I didn't know that the richness that could bring or how integral that was to actually practicing Christian community on in a daily way or in a weekly way, even. So, um, I was kind of like, yeah, I, I was kind of always knew that I wanted to be a Christian and I wanted to have a relationship with God, but I didn't really know how that looked in community. Um, so in parallel, I sort of had these like really not opposing communities necessarily, but my entire life was grown up in these two lanes and one was in private Christian school and one was in musical theater. So at school, I did anything that had to do with theater, anything that had to do with singing, anything that had to do with dancing. But then I had a very active life in community theater as well. Um, I was a part of Estelle, you're from North Carolina. I don't know if you know of theater Charlotte. It's like a, it's like, the, it's the oldest um, community theater in North Carolina, but it's so old, but it, it like, I tell people that that theater raised me in a lot of ways. I had so much opportunity there, so many sweet, just excellent experiences. And so I always felt like my life was kind of pulled in one way or another, similar to Philip. I, I kind of always felt like either I have to go the theater route and become this like narrow, like narrowly focused, um, like I will trample on anyone to get this dream kind of thing, like really grinding, or I have to just kind of say goodbye to that community and really fall like do the Christian thing. 
Um, and that was just such a limited view of like what Christianity is also what God calls us to be also who God is as like a creative being creative God. So I just was like misinformed. I was just a little bit ignorant. Um, and I didn't know the richness and the depth. And so I, my senior year of college or high school, I had a similar decision to make with Philip. I, um, so I ended up hating the musical theater audition process. And I was like, I hate this. And this is what I would be doing with my life. So I'm just like, screw it, whatever. Followed a boy to a public university basically. Um, and went to university of North Carolina for a year and immediately, like truly within like a month, I was like, ah, why did I make this decision? (laughs) Um, and it was just, it was just tough. It was tough for me to be at such a big school. Um, the, a lot of the theater was more like the um, study of theater and not the practice of theater. So I wasn't actually getting opportunities to really perform. I was in one, I was in one show the whole time, the whole year I was there. And similar to Philip previously, I was in like four shows a year. I was never not in a show growing up at, it was just from show to show to show to show. So that was, that was tough. So then in October of that year, I had been accepted to coastal Carolina the year before. And I was like, maybe they'll take me. And so I ended up transferring to coastal Carolina my sophomore year. Um, and truly by the grace of God, like this is not something to be understated or something to be undervalued because it is like, it has formed the people who were there in such a mighty way. Like the Lord was just doing something within the Christian artist community there. And I think continues to do so that all of a sudden we all showed up thinking we were going to be like the singular salt and light of that theater program. And like, all of a sudden there was this amazing, rich Christian community within the theater program that existed. And it was, it was like one of the, it is one of the things that I can point to and say, like, God was there, the spirit was there and like wanted to form me through this. And so that was sort of my first, my first true exposure to what great Christian community, great co-ed Christian community accountability could look like. Um, I was involved in starting a chapter of the light ministries at coastal Carolina. So a lot of like female community, which was really great for me because I grew up with brothers and it was, it was good for me to like interact with women in a, in a fun, beautiful way. Um, met some of my dearest friends there, Philip and I were roommates for a year. Um, but it was just fun to be around other Christians who had the same passion, who were like, this is why I'm here actually is to like be a Christian in the arts. These things work in tandem. They're not opposing lanes or forces. Like I had grown up thinking. So that's sort of like very high level of this, of my story. I mean, I I'm still living out my story. I graduated from, um, coastal in 2019. I moved to Chicago right away. I had done a contract in Pennsylvania and a week later moved to Chicago. Um, I've lived here for three years or four years. I moved in August of 2019. I don't know. It's all a blur. Yeah. Almost four years now. Almost four years, which is crazy. And there was a slight intermission there for COVID, um, which is how narrow way to Broadway basically came to be the, the portion of that was when all of this happened, but there yeah. And, and now, yeah, now I'm just like, so blown away by God's faithfulness in the church community that he's given me. I'm, I'm so grateful and blessed by the humility and the kindness that I've been shown these last four years. I was in a house church for a year. 
um, which was amazing. House churches, like we literally met in someone's home. There were eight people for a year. We just met and it was the greatest gift. And then I started going to Holy Trinity church downtown, which is where I go now and have met the most amazing people who are so supportive. Um, and kind of my transition out of not really out of theater, but I currently produce podcasts for the Moody, for Moody radio, Moody Bible connected to the Moody Bible Institute on the podcast content manager there. And I've started doing some freelance producing work as well. So I kind of just like stumbled into the podcasting industry as like some kind of person who knew what they were doing, which is just amazing to me. Cause I'm like, I just started this podcast with my friend, like in my childhood bedroom, like three years ago. And now like, this is what I do with my life. So through all of it, grateful I'm here living my life. Um, still, still aching and missing theater a lot though. So I, I'm curious to just say those words, speak those words and see what God will maybe do with them in the next couple of years. But yeah, that's me, Estelle. That's so good. Thank you for sharing both of you. There is like this through line through both of your stories of like, well, the through line of community. And then there's this through line of somehow being able to somewhat pivot you know when even with you just like okay first year in college and then pivoting to another school to another program and then look what came out of that and then of course Philip you also pivoting you know during COVID both of you pivoting during COVID now both of you are in production which is kind of cool in different different ways but um I think that just takes a lot of courage actually I know that it takes a lot of courage to say yes to God, even in something that seems like small, like transferring college. I mean, I'm sure that felt like a big deal. It feels like a big deal when you're in college to do anything. Um, And so that was not a small thing. Like that to me reflects a level of faith. And like, it's just amazing that you were able to say, both of you were able to say yes to that and not doubt yourselves, not doubt that you were hearing from God, not doubt that God was guiding your path. Um, And that's something that I think a lot of us as people who are creative, who have dreams, who have desires, and sometimes we have like this initial goal of like for maybe for both of you, especially Philip, because you were doing a lot of theater, but even, yeah, you were doing a lot of theater throughout, you know, when you were in Chicago. And so you had like this one goal and then God kind of pivoted you out of that. So sometimes for us as creatives, we're like, oh, we want to do this creatively. We want to do this creatively, but that doesn't always look, it doesn't always turn out the way that we initially planned that it would. In fact, it probably does, it never does because, you know, we can't see what God sees, but I just love that you have the courage to say yes to what comes next to, you know, what is God saying next? Um, I think creativity takes courage, but I think starting something creative that maybe you haven't done before takes even more courage and that's why I love the show is you know start whatever it is that you're doing creatively you know just start today start small start as led by the spirit and um and like take that courageous next step so I love that oh my goodness don't you love hearing Philip and Emma's story of just faith and letting God lead them to start creative ventures and 
ways that they weren't expecting. Trust me, you do not want to miss next week's episode where you're going to hear the rest of the story and how it really all turned out. You're going to hear even more about their story and what happens when you take that courageous step to trust God. So come on back next week. We'll be doing part two. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Please go ahead and join the performing arts community so that you can automatically be signed up for the free Confident Performers Workshop next Thursday, February 2nd. I can't wait to see you there. This is literally your way to take that courageous first step um, towards singing and performing in 2023. So let's do it. Thank you so much for being here again. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. I hope you feel encouraged, inspired, and truly impacted by today's episode. And if you can think of one person who would love this show, please share this episode with a friend. And if you wouldn't mind going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review and rating, it will take 30 seconds and it would truly immensely help this show grow and reach more people who need to use their creative gifts as well. And finally, go to the Performing Arts community on Facebook and join this online free community for you to interact with and connect with other artists. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much and I'll talk to you later.